5: Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon.
0: Week five is here at the National Football League. Another episode of I Want Your Flex. You can always tweet us at the handle. Mike, I think I went last week's episode without even mentioning the actual show's Twitter handle. So that was a a bad start to the week for me, but hopefully we can end it off right. It's at I Want Your Flex. You can get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. And uh, Bears, Buccaneers. Starting off week five, it will be a very, very long week five because it's going to go until Tuesday. But let's start off with what we saw on Thursday night in your hometown of Chicago as the Bears get a win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
5: Some rhythm passing. So some optimism, I guess, that eventually the Nick Foles experiment works because... The first half sure as hell didn't do it. A lot of missed opportunities, deep balls, miscommunication. Uh, overall, none of the numbers overwhelming. You had nine for 90 from Allen Robinson. Okay, that's fine. Uh, in your PPR leagues, you got your 18 points. You you set it, forget it, you move on. Uh, Ronald Jones fans are a little bit, uh, and fantasy owners were a little salty. Yeah, he had total yardage but that roll into the end zone didn't count a nice gift from Mike Evans uh, as you go but Tom Brady under duress so he's angry Montgomery scored but the run game continues to be problematic for the Bears came down to a defensive struggle one of the few unders on the year Dan and uh, there were 17 penalties called so second quarter of the season look out the laundry's starting to fly.
0: Now, this week may last what five, six days, but yeah. there are still only four downs in an NFL game you don 't <laughs> get a fifth down. And, How great uh, was that though that that was something that was that was something that i would I wanted to think of a creative joke couldn't think of one wanted to give him some sort of out couldn't think of one, and then I just sat back in amazement to think that wow. He just completely forgot because it was a a pass down the watching on TV, the near sideline, if you will, that was the first down play. Then I'm like, okay. Then there was the five-yard pass, and then there were the two – like, what was he missing? Like, where did he think? Because even even I think Troy Aikman tried to say, like, sometimes you forget when you spike, but there was was no spike in that situation. There was no spike.
5: Yeah, so you had the first down completion, 12 yards, and then he went back to Evans again, pass out of bounds incomplete. Pass to Keyshawn Vaughn Then you had the third down play Gronkowski couldn't get his arms over his head Mm -hmm. Hotly contested And then it's fourth and six I did a freeze frame Because that's what we do Freeze frame I thought you were going to start singing But uh, you had Keyshawn
0: Vaughn
5: Yeah, Keyshawn Vaughn's flash free And would have been a foot race With Roquan Smith If he'd gone underneath But instead pushed the ball downfield Indicating that I think he thought it was third down, no matter what he that he pushed the ball and he avoided it like the plague in the postgame. Bruce Arians flat out just said, no, he knew what down it was. So that's another uh, insightful uh, little thing to their relationship. And you know what their next game is? Green Bay coming out of a bye.
0: You know, Battle of the Bays, (laughs) I I think is going to be a good one. And I'll mark it down here. Early October, this uh, week six won't be the only Battle of the Bays we're going to see this season. We'll just we'll it. leave it at that. We'll just – we'll leave that. I want to say something about Ronald Jones. I have Ronald Jones on my team. Did not play him this week. Just Bears defense short week. Even with Fournette out, I felt I had better options, and I – loaded up on running back the point being is i think that ronald jones has some value i just don't know if we're ever going to see the true maximum value outside of maybe what we saw in week one because this team does have bigger aspirations of winning of of making the playoffs and, and maybe going to a super bowl and leonard fournette i know there's the injury history and we're seeing it right now but if this is the best that Ronald Jones is doing, and it's a lot of yardage, you're just not seeing those scores. And that's if I have Ronald Jones on my team, I'm not necessarily excited about his future earnings, if you will, when it comes to fantasy points.
5: Yeah, I think on the overall scheme, watching him again tonight, he's, he doesn't. He's not patient. It's like let let the offensive line look, and the offensive line have their issues pass blocking, but run blocking they they created some holes and he he was too impatient to wait to follow the lead so and then obviously you got screwed on that touchdown reception i mean that's sure. just a bad call and then when mike pereira gave the explanation of it it's like that, that it just makes no sense that's one of those logic fails where you'd get an error if you tried to put that in as code. But you'd- Fournette being back, right? He was a uh, an emergency back tonight, but you know the goal line works gonna probably go to him if he's healthy as you roll forward.
0: Yeah. It works at the fifty yard line, it doesn't work at the two yard line. Like that play, like if if you're gonna let it keep going like I can understand but just in that situation it was a tough break for the Buccaneers I think Ronald Jones is a nice player and I think that the volume is there now I just for for future if you're trying to bet on the future I'm still a little wary about that what about before we move off the uh, Buccaneers Bears game Brady is a fantasy starter with all these points in the NFL I made a list I came up with what I had let's see six seven eight nine ten eleven quarterbacks that I would start with him so in a 12 team league Tom Brady is a starting quarterback for me. Where do you see Tom Brady's uh, future starting possibility? He's
5: borderline and matchup based. Like this was one where it would have taken a lot for me to start him.
0: Yeah, agreed. Just
5: coming into the game, as we talked about Monday night, two top 10 scoring defenses, both top five against fantasy quarterbacks. And overall, they're not winging the ball around. I, I, I got pretty much what I expected here. Right. I didn't expect a a ton of points, Uh, perhaps another throwing touchdown. So you get to two, but the yardage, he's not putting up 400 yards a game like that's not going to happen. And against this Bears squad, I didn't think he'd be wearing Khalil Mack like a suit, which prompted some great screaming at his. Yeah. (laughs) offensive lineman for a while there but uh i just have to make you know an acknowledgement of it you know jay smith and i did the the breakdown he got enamored with the screaming uh and the potential cat fight with bruce arians i want to give them credit for going for it on their own 19 yard line knowing that sure. that quarterback sneak with Brady is always there and yeah. never fails. So, uh that that's you know it's appropriate of nothing, but one of those cool things in the game uh within the game. But yeah, for Brady, it's going to be tough to start him every week. I mean, there's going to be outbursts like last week, but I think this is going to be more the norm maybe with one more touchdown in.
0: Uh it's more automatic than the quarterback sneak on the old Madden games where you could always get that yard. (laughs) I am more half full with Brady and the Buccaneers. I think they will get better and better. Uh, Don't know what Vita Vea's injury is going to be at this point. Mm -hmm. Maybe the defense softens up a little bit, so you may need Brady. But I really like the Buccaneers in the second half of the season. I think they're going to be a dangerous team. But that's just my thoughts for, again, I told you this on Monday, but I put them in the Super Bowl. So that's yeah, what, I'm no, still so sticking I, by it. Yeah,
5: no, I, I'm I'm still there with you. I think the the defense. I think today people got a, a better look at what they are. You know, you you hear about them a little bit, but you've actually got a, a lot of quality players. So hopefully they get some run coming off of tonight. I, and they will get better. They'll get healthier. Right, another game without Godwin changes everything. Right, Scotty yeah. Miller, our guy we talked about a lot.
0: Yeah, you know, he made, he
5: throws, Brady throws 41 passes. He doesn't have a target. And mm. the loss of O.J. Howard is going to open things up. Against the Bears tonight, you still saw a steady dose of running and eventually a couple of big plays to Gronkowski. So that was encouraging as well for future weeks.
0: So week five started on a Thursday. That means we've got Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's four. Usual Monday, five. Game now on Tuesday. So week five is going to span six days with the Patriots and Broncos game in Foxboro. Now going to be a five Eastern time start on Monday, which is... Monday afternoon football on the West Coast. (laughs) Heck, Monday afternoon football for everybody. Uh, Well, in Mountain Time, Dan, it's (laughs) 3 p.m. If If school was in session, you'd ask the teacher to put on the first quarter of the (laughs) Broncos-Patriots game. Think of how crazy that is. But then on Tuesday night, we've got Bills and Titans, and I don't know about your thinking, but I just would be wary about playing Any of those guys, and I'm even talking about Derrick Henry, and I'm even talking about Josh Allen, because I just don't know about the status. We didn't know about Chiefs-Patriots- this past Monday until the Patriots actually left that Monday morning that they were going to right. play. And now you have the Gilmore story coming out where he actually did play after uh, getting tested and reportedly going out to dinner uh, with Cam Newton that night and that ended up playing Monday night. I just, am, I'm, I'm very weary. I don't think it's a great matchup anyway for maybe someone like Derrick Henry, but I'd rather know that a guy plays for sure than to be stuck on Tuesday night and all of a sudden this game isn't being played.
5: Yeah, Derrick Henry's on this short list of sits just based on the matchup, right? Buffalo, the seventh best against fantasy running backs. But you've got no other options, right? What you wish and hope that it gets played, uh, that's just not the way to be. And then you've got to beg your commissioner to go in and retroactively make some switches days after the other games have been played. Uh, I think you just go out uh, and make the ruling that this one if it gets postponed it gets postponed and there's a there's a lot of uh jenga pieces i know has been used quite a bit as the analogy here of stuff moving yeah. around uh or moving parts uh whatever we're playing cards we're playing solitaire whatever the case is uh i think this is one you just stay away from as much as you'd love to play Devin singletary
4: there's no distance too far for the perfect trip <laughs>
5: or josh allen look if you can get it in place with your commissioner if they're proactive to saying hey let's get a a list going a google spreadsheet flowing back and forth of what your uh contingency plans would be that's all, of course trusting that the last guy to touch it doesn't screw everybody over by <laughs> making some other random absurd changes there you go sabotage in a league but yeah i'd, I'd leave this one alone i i still have reservations that it gets played
0: Let's get to your rankings for week five in the National Football League. You're not going to hear any Packers. You're not going to hear any Lions because they have buys in week five, taking the week off.
5: Real buys, Pack- Dan Byer. Yeah. No <laughs> COVID ones. here.
0: Packers, well-deserved. Lions, eh, not so much. All right, let's get to your top five rankings at the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver positions.
5: You see, this is the week of counterintuitiveness because a lot of the matchups aren't great on paper. For, for your would-be studs, right? Uh, we do have Russell Wilson against Minnesota and Mahomes against Las Vegas. Stipulate those guys out. Uh, superstars moving along. Dak has another cream puff uh, meeting, this time with the Giants thus far, only giving up 16 fantasy points per game. Why? Because you can run on them. Uh, seven touchdowns allowed. You got Kyler Murray going up against the Jets. Something's got to go right. But again, the Jets, eighth best against quarterbacks, giving up only 17 points per Per game, And in a bit of a slump, as it were, Lamar Jackson, hang a star on him. He hasn't practiced as you and I sit down uh, to work on this podcast tonight, expected to go against Cincinnati, but they've been pretty stingy against quarterbacks. So now we get to a little bit more uh, and, and add a couple more names uh, to get out of the obvious. Teddy Bridgewater going up against Atlanta. Not normally the juggernaut uh, passing the ball, but against Atlanta. Hey, everybody plays, everybody wins. 13 touchdowns allowed already uh, through the air. Matt Ryan on the other side of that. Carolina, third most, or they're actually ranked third best. But again, again, you've got opportunities here to move, move the ball. Uh, and then you've got Deshaun Watson going up against Jacksonville. The coaching change intrigues me, but Jacksonville's secondary is no good.
0: Okay, I'm going to call you on this because I asked for a top five, and you've given me like nine I you eight. Yeah. So, no, I so.
5: You want okay. one more or no?
0: Uh, no. I don't know if we're going to have any hot plays with all of those. Uh, the uh, Let's go to the running
5: backs. I only want your top five, Mike. Don't try okay. to take more. Let's go. Top five. I like going longer. Uh, Dalvin Cook against your Seattle Seahawks, the fifth best against running backs. But let's face it, as a runner receiver, uh, this guy's at the top of the game. Uh, You've got Edwards Hilaire going up against Vegas. And they're, uh, I think, deplorable would be a good term, not to go all political. uh, But Las Vegas can't stop anybody on the ground. Kamara going up against the Chargers. I'm expecting him to be active in the passing game. You still have the injuries to... Uh, Michael Thomas and Jared Cook that are still lingering here. Uh, You got Zeke against the Giants. He's got to limit the fumbling, uh, but the yardage is still there. And then uh, I'm going to go with Carson going up against Minnesota as my number five. And... The next five are actually pretty interesting as we get into the hot
0: plays. I'll say this about Chris Carson. Touchdowns on the ground last week, which also then took away some of the hot uh, numbers that Russell Wilson had. But I yeah. think that's really what Seattle would would prefer when it comes to uh, them winning football and, and winning later on in the season. CEH or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Hasn't maybe lived up to the first week performances, but to your point, this could be the breakout week with uh, with Vegas.
5: Yeah, and I mean, when you're talking about Kansas City, right, they're putting up points. So you just have to know you got to ride ride the wave as to who the hot hand becomes, right? If the single coverage is there, they're going to roast you. I'm looking at you, Baltimore. You really screwed that one up for everybody <laughs> uh, in terms of how you don't blitz him. That, that's really how it comes down to. Don't blitz Patrick Mahomes.
0: Let's get to the top five wide receivers for week five in the National Football League.
5: Usual suspect, DeAndre Hopkins at the top, looking for volume against the Jets. Because Joe Flacco is actually going to be able to put up a fight, Dan. This isn't your Sam, Sam Darnold New York football Jets. I expect uh, them to have to push the ball downfield. DK Metcalf going against Minnesota, fourth worst Uh, in the NFL in terms of fantasy defense against wideouts. Amari Cooper, volume going up against the Giants. Dak Prescott just keeps throwing. That's just the way it works. Tyreek Hill going up against Vegas. And then Adam Thielen going up against that Seattle secondary. You got to take the advantage of the opportunities as they come.
0: Yeah, it is amazing when you you see these teams, Seattle, Minnesota, Dallas, Atlanta. The the guys are just must plays against those sieves of defenses, and it's reflective in your uh, rankings for Week 5. All right, let's go to the hot plays, the cold Swords the ninjas. These are guys that maybe didn't break the top five, but uh, some guys you want to play, others you want to stay away from. The hot plays for Week 5 in the National Football League. Mike Harmon, the floor is yours.
5: All right, we got David Johnson, uh, part of that Johnson-Johnson connection going up against Jacksonville, six worst against opposing running backs. We're talking about 150 total yards and 1.5 touchdowns allowed per game, expecting Houston to show some life now that the Bill O'Brien – uh, problem has been eliminated from the locker room. A lot of great stories flowing out of there, Dan, uh, and I'm sure more over the course of the next week. Uh, you've got Gardner Minshew on the other side going up against Houston. Secondary has been pretty strong. Uh, but... You've got that wide run of wideouts. And let's also take Robinson out of the Jacksonville back, backfield while we're talking about it. Houston, uh, fourth worst, seven total touchdowns, 160 yards per game to opposing running backs. So some opportunities to be had there. Hunter Henry, why? Because we got to give another tight end. Why? Tanyan, our guy from last week, he's on a bye. So maybe you have to replace Robert Tanyan. I don't know. Uh, but Hunter Henry, uh, you're looking at... Eight eight catches, 85 yards per game uh, allowed, so an opportunity here. Justin Herbert, uh, also a guy that I think, depending on the buys, depending on all of the COVID games, might find his way into your starting lineup as well. Uh, And with that, I'll take Keenan Allen as well, going up against New Orleans. Uh, Their fifth best against wide receivers, Uh, but we know Herbert now entrenched as the starter is going to keep pushing the ball downfield.
0: And there was some question where that game was going to be played as well just because of this the the hurricane, Hurricane Delta coming, the possibility of even maybe moving that to Indianapolis. Not the case uh, as of right now. Things can obviously change over the weekend, but uh, that would be something. A cold source, guys to stay away from. You don't want to touch. You don't want to see in week
5: five. Well, we already mentioned Derrick Henry for both COVID and for the matchup. Uh, I, I have Drew Brees as a borderline QB1 play I've been chronicled all of the misgivings of his downfield passing for the last couple of years but with Thomas and Cook still limited I know you've got Traquan Smith I know you got Emmanuel Sanders you got the Chargers defense they're banged up uh, the, the one thing that would save this is the fact that they're at home, but he's a guy that I'm lukewarm on. Uh, Big Ben against Philadelphia. They're ninth against opposing quarterbacks, just 17 fantasy points per game, seven touchdowns, two picks. The only thing I can say is Big Ben, after two weeks of inactivity, his arm's got to be feeling pretty good after the forced bye week. So uh, you got that rolling for him.
0: I will say be careful, though, because he may be patting himself on the back. So it could be sore from that. Oh. That could be <laughs> Are three and zero. Oh. They are three and zero. Oh, so it may be a little sore from the old Barry Horowitz.
5: There you go. There's my guy. How about Kareem Hunt now in the starting line? You know, the number one uh, with Darius Johnson as the number two there. Uh, Indianapolis fourth fourth best against opposing running backs. So look, the Bears aren't the great barometer because as we saw again against the Buccaneers, they can't run the football. The question here is the availability of Walker. Go Cats. Got to get my obligatory, you know, pro wildcat in there. Uh, And Darius Leonard, both a little bit banged up, missing some practice time during the week. Uh, If they're available, then yeah, this defense remains tough as nails uh, and probably relegates Hunt to an RB2 slot along the way and then i have one that's on my sit list dan but i think you're also thinking of sitting him so i'm gonna leave him off as the mystery man
0: oh okay all right i may have a little something in my my back pocket uh speaking of being secretive or coming out of nowhere let's get to him. our
5: fantasy ninja
0: yes the ninjas for week five
5: uh, we got a couple of guys we've already made mention in kind of a, a flyby situation. Joe Flacco going up against Arizona, uh, 250 yards per game and two total touchdowns per. Uh, as we go, seven passing, one rushing uh, allowed by the Arizona defense. Games at, at home, it's still a great mystery as to who's catching it. Maybe this is a Chris Herndon game. Maybe he shows up. Uh, But that's one I'd be looking at. Uh, You got Will Fuller against Jacksonville. Still a sleeper. Why? Because not everybody's buying in. Not everybody's jumping on board. (laughs) Including me. rushing him up. Yeah. I mean, he's got touchdowns in back-to-back games. Last week, six catches, uh, seven targets, 108 yards. It's it's just a Jacksonville game. So it's like there's at least an opportunity here.
0: Here's something that people don't realize. Will Fuller leads the NFL – in tweets from people wondering why Will Fuller's not in the game in the first quarter. That, that is, I, I have Will Fuller on my team. I don't know how many times I go to Twitter and I just search Will Fuller and hit latest and it's like, why is Will Fuller not in the game? Will Fuller already out? Did Will Fuller get hurt again? Why are they tending to Will Fuller on the sidelines? Will Fuller doesn't have any, it is non-stop. He leads the National Football League. Uh, all Will Fuller owners know what I'm talking about.
5: I gotta talk to my guy Todd Furman, uh, Fox Bet and uh, Fox Bet Live on FS1, uh, who joins us every week uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Find out if you can get prop bets as to when he the injury designation pops up in game (laughs) for Willful. Look, I got nothing but respect. Unfortunately, the guy's always got a tag on him. How about a couple of more uh, ninjas along the way? Nikhil Harry, uh, six or more targets, three of his four games, touchdown in week four. Uh, as we look to that Monday night, uh, Denver has been pretty generous to opposing uh, pass offenses. Uh, Logan Thomas, why? Because we like getting uh, another tight end in where we can, especially when you got a quarterback change, which is chaotic and twirly. Uh, 23 catches allowed by the Rams already. Uh, and then one last one, again, the Northwestern quarterback, uh, connection because the running back's position is such a mess. Uh, Justin Jackson takes up a role with Austin Eckler out. Uh, How big a role remains to be seen, but an opportunity to be had.
0: There they are. The hot plays, cold source,
5: and the fantasy ninja.
0: Fantasy ninjas for week five in the National Football League. Mike gives you a bunch of names and a bunch of reasons to play, guys. I give you one reason to play a guy.
3: (laughs) Three, two, one. Give
0: me one reason. I'll also give you a reason to bench a guy. I'll get to that in a sec. But the one reason to start a guy, I I kind of alluded to this earlier. I usually don't do the tight end position. And I was going to do Teddy Bridgewater with Atlanta, but I saw that he made your ranking, so I'm going to take him off of there. Start Evan Ingram of the New York Giants, who is – gotten off to an absolutely atrocious start to the season. Uh, 65 yards is his high. Last week had six catches, but only 35 yards. Has failed to get into the end zone. When we talked about playing against guys, against Dallas or against teams like Dallas, yeah. against Atlanta, this is the time, the time to do it because the targets have still been there. And that's the reason why. The targets have been there for Evan Ingram. So at some point it's bound to cash in. So start him this week the one reason to bench a guy and the guy that i'm benching miles sanders of the eagles they got the steelers the steelers right now best against the run in the national football league only averaging uh, allowing about 55 and a half yards 55 yards per game and, Mike, it's not uh, the Steelers in the bye week uh, three or week four against the Titans because of the postponement. But it wasn't like they were forcing other teams to throw against them. That D is legit. And I just don't think that the Eagles can do it twice in a row. And that's the overriding point. The Eagles on a short week going from San Francisco, which was a bruising game, to then go up against Pittsburgh. I just don't see it. Eagles can't do it twice in a row. And that's a reason to bench Miles Sanders.
5: You a bruising game against what were a lot of second string players. Pittsburgh doesn't have that problem. All your starters, all your names that you've come to know and love from Bud Dupree on down, they're going to be ready to lay a hurt. And what do you have to look at here, right? You're still looking at Zach Ertz. There's no Dallas Goddard. He is not walking in that door. The wide receivers, it's Greg Ward and nobody. So what are you doing? You're shutting down Miles Sanders Mm -hmm. and saying, okay, Wentz, find someone downfield to beat me. And even then, I've still got top-notch cornerbacks and safeties to run run you mad back there.
0: I'll also say this. I think that the Zach Ertz days are over. When I look around the National Football League, and I know I said to play Evan Ingram this week, but when you see a Dalton Schultz be able to step in like he did for Dallas, mm-hmm. when you talk about Robert Tanyan, your big hit that you had with, with his effort, there are enough guys out there. And Zach Ertz, at one point, you know, was top three, top five tight end in the National Football League. I just don't see it anymore, especially with the way that the Eagles are playing. Uh, I, I think that that is over with in the National Football League.
5: What well, I, th- I thought Goddard was going to surpass him, and then he gets. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in
4: for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming.
5: so we yeah. never know but uh, based on the way things were trending even last year and an Ertz injury history that leaks in as well but uh yeah Carson Wentz it'll be curious to watch the follow up effort right he got everybody pushed away from him for at least a few minutes because well the story became about Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles coming in you got that well now you got Tom Brady and the you know, four horsemen sign that he was throwing up <laughs> when he thought he had one more. Yeah. He was calling for help from Ric Flair, oh. waiting for him to come whoo- out of the sky. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Arn and Ole Anderson show up, Tully Blanchard, the whole gang. Maybe Barry Windham shows up while they're at it, too. I don't know. But uh, the fact of the matter is uh, he lost track of down. So Wentz, even if he plays poorly, probably gets a little bit of a pass here, at least for a moment. But uh, and the fact that they're leading the NFC East, that only gets you so far because they're still going to be looking at your play. Usually,
0: Mike, we start these episodes recapping the games that just happened or the game like we saw on Thursday night between the Buccaneers and Bears. And we also look back at our three-point conversions. We didn't do that this time because a lot of the three-point conversion stuff that we talked about in the last episode is stuff that is still to happen this weekend. Uh, Talked a little bit about making trades. Also talked about the cleveland browns and to your point about what's happening this weekend with them uh against the indianapolis colts we saw what the colts did to the bears you had cream hunt is uh on one of your cold sores when you look at kind of where things are trending in the nfl i the browns proved me wrong with the cowboys but i'd still kind of hold up on them especially in week five because of what the colts have done and you'd have to think i i give Cleveland, all the credit of the world for getting the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. the way that they did. It's just going to be a feast or famine sort of turnaround from week four to week five considering you played the Cowboys and now you have the Colts to deal with.
5: No, I agree. I can't go all in. Odell's still a... a wr2 for me in that mid-range with upside we we had we were on board it last week right because the matchup was favorable and then they got innovative and got jar that's the only way jarvis landry's scoring for your fantasy team by the way uh is throwing <laughs> touchdowns right now but it that innovation is key but losing nick chubb we'll see how big a hit that is we, we know their identity. They want to run the ball and not keep it in Baker Mayfield's hands. Uh, just against Indianapolis, I'm fearing you got a lot of third and longs that start coming up, and we watched how the, the Colts f- feasted on that through the first quarter of the season. So uh, it's a work in progress, to say the least
0: in a couple of the other matchups that I just bring up because also the three point conversion I said don't expect much to change in Houston well something changed and we had the news of the Bill O'Brien firing in our last episode but my opinion changed I do think that the J.J. Watt tweet of the sun shining through I didn't think it would have (laughs) an effect on the Houston Texans that Bill O'Brien's presence not being there would necessarily change I actually am going to change that opinion I think they play inspired football against jacksonville on sunday so i expect to see a different titans or texans team when they come out to face jacksonville i do think bill o'brien's uh the cleansing of bill o'brien from that building will do wonders for for houston at least in week five
5: yeah i mean we'd already always known and we went through the particulars of gm bill o'brien versus coach bill o'brien and unfortunately once those merge you got just a lot of bad things that happened because you hamstring yourself in terms of the deals you made and your availability to do anything else. Now, I'm upset that he got sacked now because I wanted to see how innovative they would be with the potential trade as the season went on, which I'm not going to get now. Uh, so I, we all got screwed out of that. But <laughs> Romeo Cornell, we know the type of football guy he is. And look, we all had heard about, I'll just call it what it is, what a jackass O'Brien could be to players and you know people covering the team and whatever else that's no there's no secrets there uh there probably be some more uh stories that creep out a little bit more like the jj watt one did uh as the week went on so again yeah, maybe maybe that cleansing you needed the exorcism to get cast uh, get a little bit of that shade away from it uh and let that sunshine in and maybe free up Deshaun watson to just get back to work
0: It's fitting that uh, his chin looks like an ass, and he is one. Um, That's that's
5: nicely done.
0: (laughs) No, I got too personal there. That's not fair. I take that back. I take it back. I thought the joke could be funny. Oh come on! People are (laughs) laughing (laughs) right (laughs) now. All right, Uh, we'll do a. We got a tweet. Someone sent in to at I want your flex. You can also tweet Mike at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan on Fox. Again, this is not me. Dan Byron fan club tweets in. Owen four in his tattoo league. Could use some help Um, at wide receiver. He's looking to trade Kenyon Drake for a wide receiver. What do you peg Kenyon Drake's trade value as right now?
5: I think he's got an opportunity to make some hay this week. So after this game maybe the value will go back up. But I mean what are you talking about a back end second receiver? Maybe a mid Yeah. You know, tight end one if you're looking there for a quarterback, high end backup. Man, you're not getting a ton of value cuz the numbers just aren't there.
0: His value is equal to Bill O'Brien's value as a general manager right now. Yeah. That's so it's like it's at its absolute lowest. So I, I recommend holding on to Kenyon Drake just because it can't get any worse. I have Kenyon Drake on a couple of my teams. He's the only guy I've received offers from because people don't think they can give – they want to give you anything for it. I mean, it's sure. – so it's so you might well just – I just think that, you know, just hang on for him for the time being. All right. There's got
5: to be better days.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it can't be any worse than what we've got right now. That's right. A, for the three-point conversion, I'll just transition, and I'll take the first three, Mike, and you can wrap it up. I We both said last week we thought Kenya Drake was going to break out against Carolina along those lines. I think he does break out against the Jets. I think Carolina realizes something that, or excuse me, Arizona realizes something that you can't have the games that they had against Detroit and Carolina, that something's got to change. They started to believe their hype a little bit too much, and I believe that that will change against the Jets. Number two, Melvin Gordon. even that with the great week that they had against the Jets on Thursday night. It's Bill Belichick and the Patriots defense. And if anything, even if Drew Locke ends up starting that game and coming back from injury as he's been limited in practice, still Bill Belichick's going to focus on shutting down Melvin Gordon and figuring out a way for the Broncos to try to – or make the Broncos try to beat them that way. So I'm not a fan of Melvin Gordon this week. And I think Antonio Gibson with the change in Washington – Breaks the 20-point barrier again, even against a Rams team. I'm really high on Gibson's uh, uh, standing status for the rest of the season. So a four-catch performance a week ago with 82 yards. I think that he uh, does it again with the rushing-receiving combo. I am high on the Washington rookie.
5: I like that. Uh, Just quickly, the Panthers under rule, they, they seem to have adapted his personality. So you got to dig that uh, was question a lot of questions of whether that would roll up uh, in that Denver game. How about Tim Patrick off the waiver wire and maybe into mm. your starting lineup uh, as they try to focus on the run game? Uh, and then Kyle Allen, who knows? But Gibson is clearly the guy. Bryce Love uh, with swelling in his knee. He's not coming back anytime soon. So here's my quick three. Number one, uh, buy a brick. This is where you need a brick charger with you at all times because you know what? These schedules keep changing every five minutes and you don't want to be without power (laughs) and you don't want to have the inability uh, jump up to where you can't change your lineup based on one of these things changing on a dime. So make sure Sunday morning, brick charger, fully charged and ready to go. Have the Wi-Fi nearby. This is the week of counterintuitive plays. You got a lot of tough matchups. This is one where it's since it's only week five, unless you're absolutely desperate, you're still playing your studs. Don't get cute yet. There's going to be time for it, and we give you the cautionary tales. And number three, the kids are all right. Joe Burrow against Baltimore, heavy underdogs, but you know what? He's going to keep winging it, and he's got receivers that can get it done, especially if Joe Mixon's coming to life last week continues. And Justin Herbert in Los Angeles, look, man, we got a a gunslinger out here. Go Chargers. Like – Arnold Schwarzenegger said so famously all those years ago.
0: (laughs) You have a couple of different chargers in your three-point conversion. Just uh, you know, one's an actual football team. The other one's to make sure that your uh, phone is charged so you can make your Boom. fantasy changes. Get Mike on Twitter at Swallow Dome. The show is executive produced by Lee Delap. Get Lee on Twitter at Lee Delap. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox, and you can still send us questions for the podcast at I Want Your Flex. We'll try to hit some up even before the uh, start of game day. Just don't make it too close to kickoff because that could That's be right. a tight window. But you know, feel free to send them along and we will answer them there. Mike,
5: uh, we'll we'll do it again, and we'll still not be done with week five. How does that sound? No, that's it. Yeah, we'll recap whatever games actually get played on Sunday uh, and maybe Monday night. And if they shift them, hey, we'll just meet up in the middle of the night and uh, yell over a cup of coffee because, hey, that's the way the NFL is going to roll.
0: I think the perfect way to sum it up is shift happens. We'll talk to you next week. Thunderstruck. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships registry, Bahamas, Panama.
1: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.